Breathing in air, the fake ain't phony, they're just seeing impaired Cause you believe what you see or believe what ain't there The real world is twisted and to me it ain't fair Cause greedy people seem Welcome to the voices in my head The intro and outro music is West and Coast by the High Council You can check them out on SoundCloud Welcome back I came across this disturbing and crazy incident that happened a few weeks back I saw it, had to really think about what my thoughts were about this and what I was really feeling or thinking about this. I watched this young lady crying on YouTube, never heard of her, just all of a sudden show up my YouTube feeds and I was watching it. So I found this article that goes into a little bit more detail. It's about deep fake videos and how they're being used. I am on videogames.si.com. The the article is dated January 31st, 2023. The headline is QT Cinderella seeks to sue adult video site over deep fakes using her likeness. And if you're on YouTube, you get to see the picture of her crying on her stream. So I'm going to start with the article. Twitch streamer QT Cinderella has vowed to sue a porn site which posted videos depicting deep fakes of her and several other streamers engaged in sexual activities without their consent. Now, first of all, I never knew who QT Cinderella was. I, I really don't watch Twitch. I watch YouTube, but I'm not a big Twitch person. And a lot, I know there's tons of streamers out there, and I know some are very big. They get paid very well and good for them. I'm happy for them. And it seems that someone is using deep fake technology and created some type of erotic video of her. And right, rightly so, she is upset about this. Now, I watch this and you, you watch the video, you can see the pain that she is, the emotional pain, not physical, but the emotional pain that people are gonna see this thinking she did a porn video. Now, my emotions would be different. Now, that once again, this is my emotions. I'm not downplaying hers. My emotions, if someone showed a deep fake video of me being a porn, my response would be, well, I hope they made me look good. Give me a six pack ad, take away the dad bod. Give me a nice big muscle, six pack ad. Make me look more manly, bigger in that department than I really am. You know, let, at least do me proud. Even if, you know, I'm a super straight guy, even if they did it as a gay video. As long as they give me that, I'd laugh it off. And I'd say, yeah, that's not me. At the same time, she is a young lady. And to me, anybody a lot younger than me is a young person, young man, young lady. Her emotions are 100% valid. I don't want anybody to think I'm, I'm discounting her emotions. She is very traumatized by this. And I respect that. And I, I, I feel sorry for her. I mean, I look at her. It, that could be my daughter that someone did this to. That could be my sister. That could be my wife. Any female that I care about, that could be her. So I empathize with her. And I'm not taking away her reaction. She, she can have that reaction. She is feeling true emotions. The article goes on. Popular content creators, Pokimane, Sweet Anita, and Maya Higa, who runs a podcast with QT, QT Cinderella are among other victims of those elaborate fake videos. Now, I've heard of Pokemon just because I knew there was some controversy around her that I've seen some videos. I really didn't really pay attention just as there's controversy. The other one's never heard of, just like QT Cinderella, never heard of her before. And says the deep fake porn site in question has gained notoriety Overnight, because a Troek, another big streamer on Twitch, was caught using it in a clip that quickly went viral. Now, I remember seeing that because other people are posting his apology, and I'm watching this, and I'm, uh, my first thought was, why are you apologizing? I mean, if you want to watch porn, watch porn. I mean, that's your, your business. And if you're watching deep fake porn or anime porn, yeah, own it. 
and I didn't realize the situation until it came out further that he was watching her, uh, QT Cinderella. He was watching her porn. And the fact that he got caught on Twitch, and I'm not sure how he got caught, whether he had a tab open that people could read or he accidentally pulled up his screen. Well, that I think made blow up, especially his apology, because apology, that's how I saw it. I didn't know anything about this until I saw his apology, because I think his apology got more attention than him actually being caught. The article goes on, he has since apologized for his behavior and claimed that he, quote, got caught morbidly curious after getting an ad for the site. So he visited and even paid for using it. The paid part is the, ouch. <laughs> I mean, it's one thing, it's like, oh, there's a link and let's say you did click it, but it takes some thought to say, okay, let me get my credit card or let me put in my PayPal. Let me do something. I paid for it. And he had a woman sitting next to him. And I'm not sure if that's his girlfriend or a wife, but it's like, you got more explaining to do to her. Now, she may not care. You know, that may be their relationship, but I think he's got more to explain to her why he spent his money watching this porn video. QT Cinderella went live on her own stream after watching a Troik's apology and condemned the abuse of, for, of her and her fellow streamers likeness for these purposes. She also criticized a Troik for highlighting the website to an audience of thousands reporting that she's now being harassed by users, sending her deep fake images of herself engaging in sexual activities. Once again, I didn't even know who a Troik was. He, it just popped up. His apology popped up on my YouTube feed and I just clicked on him. It's like, you know, why are you apologizing? I mean, I, I think everybody apologizes way too much over every little thing. And I'm thinking he's woke. He got caught saying or doing something that was minor and he's doing this mea copa. And then I'm like, okay, so he's watching a deep fake porn. Who cares? I didn't realize he was watching of a big YouTuber. So but I could see how his apology, he watched getting caught, made it big and his apology even added more fuel to the fire. F, and she's saying these words, F the effing internet, F the constant exploitation of objectification of women. It's exhausting. F atroic for showing it to thousands of people. F the people DMing me pictures of myself from that website. F you all. She vented during the short and emotional broadcast. Once again, I, I'm with her. I mean, personally, I would not have responded that way. At the same time, I am not taking away anything of how she is feeling and she responds that way. She can feel that way. She has every right to be upset and angry and hurt by this. And, and I support her emotions that she's feeling this. Goes on, she continued, quote, and to the person that made that website, I'm going to effing sue you. I promise you, with every part of my soul, I'm going to effing sue you. And that's really what I wanted to get into is... Can we really stop these deep fakes and also look at where these are going? I remember back in, I think it was about 92 or 93, I was working for a company and there was a young man in their IT department that just graduated college in, in computers. He had computer engineering or uh, computer science degree, early 90s. Brilliant kid. I mean, I, I'd sit and talk with him about computers and different stuff. Just super brilliant. This was way before the popular days of the internet. Now, schools had the internet back at that time. Internet's been around for a lot longer than it really became popular in the late 90s. He actually had a his computer set up as a server tied into the internet. I mean, that's how geeky this kid was. He had a um, bulletin board, message board for his computer that people could dial into where you could chat, do different stuff. I mean, so he was doing the internet stuff, internet stuff pre-internet, and he actually had a multiplayer 
game on his system, this like uh, a risk or a world domination type game that you could play. And I actually, you know, you dial in with your modem. It was just back when you had the, the dial-up modems. I'm not sure if we had 56K back at that point. And you would dial into his computer. He had a separate phone number, dial into his computer. I could log in. I could play this game. I mean, back in the late nine, early 90s, this was fascinating because it was way pre-internet. And that's how geeky this kid was. I remember talking with him because my paranoid mind was way back, even in the early 90s, 80s. We we were talking about where computers were going. And I made the prediction to him. I said, we are going to have a day where you're going to watch a video of a politician or somebody giving a speech and it's not them. It's all computer generated. I mean, AI or CGI was just coming out. And I said, you're going to see the president give a speech and he never gave that speech. And he denied, he he said, now nah, you're, you know, I had a tinfoil hat on. I was conspiracy minded. I'm just one of these conspiracy crazies. And I said, you watch. Now, I thought it would be a lot sooner than 30 years later. I thought it would be within five or 10 years. But we're there. We're at a situation where somebody's going to give a speech or you're going to watch a video of someone committing a crime and it's not going to be them. I was watching a video where Elon was showing some technology where, and I'm not sure if even Elon was given this, that could have been a deep fake video, but he was showing how he could switch a button and it would have anybody's voice that was programmed into the system, you, you sounded like them. So he started doing Morgan Freeman, that distinctive Morgan Freeman voice. He started talking like Morgan Freeman. And then I had a picture of Morgan Freeman and it looked like he was talking. Now, to me, when I was watching the lips, the lips weren't quite right that I'm like, okay, this isn't real. At the same time, it's just a matter of time before that those lips become perfectly real. And that's where we're going. And this is what we're seeing is somebody took a private indoor, I mean, not really private. She is public. She's out in Twitch space. An individual created her doing a erotic video. I'm trying not to use certain terms because I don't know if YouTube's going to have upset with it, but doing a certain type of videos that she did not do or consent to. And you're going to see the same thing. You're a politician giving a speech. He's going to, you're going to have some politician using the N word when he never used the N word or giving a great rousing speech and he never gave it. Someone else wrote it, someone else programmed it. And it's sort of like uh, the movie Dave where the president's not alive and it's just a character playing it. That That's where we're going. The real question is, how do we stop that? I mean, can we really write a law or can this young lady, QT Cinderella, copyright her likeness? Now, that's going to be the real challenge is what is her likeness? Now, I pulled up, everybody has doppelgangers. And I just Googled doppelgangers on on Brave. And it came up with all these famous celebrities that have doppelgangers. Now, some of these people, I have no idea who they are. I don't stay up with. Hollywood or these these different folks, but it's showing two different people that look very similar, but you could tell are different people. And I'm trying to look through here to see if anybody, you know, there's I'm not sure I'm not sure if that's Alec Baldwin, older picture of Alec Baldwin. And there's some guy from the eighteen hundreds, I'm not sure who he is, that they they look alike. Well, I actually pulled it up to here and I'm not sure, I think that is Alec Baldwin when he was younger. And I'm not sure who this gentleman is that does look like him so if i create a porn a deep fake porn of alec baldwin i'm like oh no i i made it of this guy over here i didn't it just happens to look like alec baldwin but i'm not sure who this guy is right here the older gentleman 
So I made a, an erotic video of Mr. Smith, not of Alec Baldwin. So, oh, it's, it's just a coincidence. And then I remembered watching how a lot of these cartoons, especially like Simpsons, South Park, Family Guy, American Dad, they would always have some type of disclaimer at the beginning of their film, something saying that, and I found it on Quora, uh, when a film is based on a true story, why is there still the standard disclaimer that reads, all characters appearing in this work are fictitious. Any resemblance to real persons living or dead is purely coincidental. So if this deep fake had that disclaimer on there, does that buy immunity or where the young QT Cinderella cannot sue that person? I mean, I'm not an attorney. I don't have no legal background. I just think try to think through the different legalities of can you prove that that image is really QT Cinderella or someone that just happens to look like her. And since the, people say everybody has a doppelganger, maybe it's just close. And or, and or if they do a deepfake video of an individual, what if they made some slight alterations to say, no, that is that not that person? Or what is the criteria for a similar likeness? Is it how far the eyes are apart? How far the nose is from the ears, the shape of the ears, the shape of the mouth, the chin. I mean, I know facial recognition, there are certain, I think it was like 20, 20 points or 21 points that they look for to determine that facial recognition. How many of those, if it is 21, how many of those 21 have to be exact for it to be similar? Is it half? Is it five? Is it 20 out of 21? And if it's, let's say 16, oh, I can make 15 exactly the same, but I'll make the other six different. And to the average person, they're going to look at it and see, think it's the same person. Or I just make it a little dark or a little grainy. And you think it's just a home video with poor lighting. So I looked up and in this actually came out from a lawsuit. And I'm reading in here with someone, Derek Hodges gave an answer the disclaimer dates from a 1930 film called Rasputin and the Empress. A Russian princess sued MGM, claiming that one of the characters was based on her. And it has actually a link, and this is on webstanford.edu. And I want to read a little bit out of here. In the summer of 1934, a English court of appeal sat in judgment of a motion picture about the downfall of the Tsarist regime in Russia. The film Rasputin and the Empress was produced by Metro Goldwyn Meyer or MGM. I'm going to say that because that's a lot easier. And directed by a Polish immigrant. It starred Lionel, Ethel, and I'm not sure if whoever Lionel is, whoever Ethel, and John Barrymore. Princess Irina Alexandrov Yusuvov had sued MGM for libel, claiming that she was clearly recognizable in the film as Princess Natasha, whose intended Prince, I'm Chegodov murders the mad monk in a place on the Moak River. It was not the murder charge that she was at issue. Arena's husband, Prince Yusuf, had already published a book saying that he had indeed had Rasputin assassinate at his family property on the Mocha and good riddance. Rather, it was the film's suggestion that Prince, Princess Natasha had been seduced by Rasputin. So it was saying that she had sex with Rasputin. The jury saw the film twice. Her testimony agreed that the Princess Irina had been defamed. The Court of Appeal upheld the verdict and assigned MGM heavy damages. Then later on, uh, further down the article, Princess Natasha and so on. And then this comment, this is, I guess, from the actual lawsuit. A few of the characters are still alive. 
the rest met death by violence. Once the trial was underway, MGM claimed against much contrary evidence that Princess Irina was not the referent, referent of Princess Natasha. So they say, no, Princess Natasha was not Princess Irina. And that in any case, the film intimidated that Natasha was raped, not seduced. So you can't sue us for libel or slander because we didn't say she was a woman of low moral character. It was forced upon her. Even better, as one of the justices astutely noted, the defendants now wish they had said, as in the opening of a novel, quote, this is, I guess, the judge, all circumstances are imaginary and none of the characters are in real life. So we have to start off with some type of disclaimer saying, hey, if these look like anybody, it is purely a coincidence. It, you know, we're just taking artistic license. We're writing a character. And the fact that I have a, you know, doing a South Park episode and I got a character that just happens to look Arnold, like Arnold Schwarzenegger and has that same Arnold voice. It's just a coincidence. It is not really Arnold. And these people have get, gotten by, by with it. Now, obviously, there's a difference between a cartoon character and something that looks like a real video. Personally, I think you're going to have a tough time defining what is my likeness. How do I own it? Because other people do look like me. I mean, I have my doppelganger. I remember back in the mid 80s, I moved to a small town. And as I was getting to know different people in the town, going to different stores, people started talking to me like they knew me. And I'm like, I don't, I just moved here. I mean, I've been there a week or two and they're like, you look exactly like so-and-so. And I had this happen multiple times. And my thinking is, I hope this guy paid his bills, wasn't cheating with someone's wife or doing bad things because I didn't want to be jumped in a parking lot and had someone beat the crap out of me because they thought I was this other person. But there were, it was many, many people had come up into, to me and say, you look exactly like this other individual. So can I really own my likeness when there are other people that look similar to me? I don't know where this is going to go. I mean, I, I truly do feel sorry for QT Cinderella. I watched the, the short part of the video. Her pain is 100% real. I feel sorry for her. I feel for that pain. I'm not denying or dismissing that pain. It is real pain for this young lady. I just don't know whether there's really anything that can be done legally. Now, the only thing I was thinking is if this creator of this video says, hey, I have a video of QT Cinderella or whatever her real name is, Jane Smith, and here it is and I make it look like a homemade video, yes, that can be liable if I say it is her. But if I just put out a video and say, hey, you know, here's just a, a video I made and it just happens to look like her and people are making that connection. Maybe I'm not. But if I clearly state it, it is her when it's not. Yeah, I think I can be held accountable for that. So there, there's a lot of technicalities on this. I just don't see how the government will stop a deep fake because it does say in here later at the end of this article, while the UK is currently planning on regulating deep fake technology, criminalizing the usage of someone's images to create explicit material without their consent. Other regions of the world are not yet to take such measures against this fairly recent technology and the unethical ways of its using it. Because it, it's hard to, how do you write a law? It's going to be tough to write a law saying how to define an illegal definition, what my likeness is, 
And do I really own it? Because can other people then own that like also have similar likeness? Now I'm arguing with another real person that they are utilizing my likeness. It's sad where this is going to go. It's, you know, with my conspiracy thinking of what deep fake videos are going to show us. Are they going to show us a young black man being killed by cops to start riots and it never happened? Is it going to show a politician giving a wonderful, great, arousing, inspirational speech that he he or she never gave? Or is it going to show a politician using blatant homophobic terms, racist terms, and that he or she never said? That's the scary part. I mean, there's wonderful things we can do with this. We can maybe recreate historical events that we're really watching what may have happened rather than reading about it. We're actually watching a movie of a great battle or of a historic event or even a historic speech that, you know, Abraham Lincoln in his Gettysburg Address do a deep fake video of him giving that speech. I mean, that, that would be wonderful. Part of me, I empathize for this young lady. I feel sorry for this young lady. At the same time, not sure what type of legalities or legal remedy she has unless they clearly stated it was her. Then if they did, I hope she, she goes after him. Go for it. At the same time, I don't know how the, the, the legislative body will actually try to define this and put some type of limits on it. It's just scary where we're going with our technology and me being the paranoid that I am. It just makes me more paranoid. Thanks for listening. I could run the whole block just from walking the line. Parking is prime. These are the thoughts of my mind. And I'm a straight rider, never stop at a sign. And I'm only slowing down if I'm stopping the sign. Six figures on the check before I'm jotting a line. It goes one for the money, two for the clothes, three for the honeys, and a four for the flows. Five O's and six.